Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for listening to another edition of the Davis Duo Fantasy Football Podcast brought to you by the guys that go for twos. This is episode five, another mock draft episode for you. We got some news to get into first, but of course, I can't be remiss without uh, introducing my incredible, incredible co-host, Kev, the Magnificent. How are you doing today, buddy? We are doing great today. We are only two weekends away from draft day. I know a lot of people's drafts are going around. This is an exciting time of the summer. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's a very exciting time. Our group is nine days away. I hope a lot of you did not draft yet because the first segment we're doing is duo news. And the first bit of duo news that we have, Travis Etienne has recently sprained his foot and has been moved to season-ending IR. Kev, Travis Etienne was a running back draft in the first round of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Close friends of Trevor Lawrence. What are you thinking about the fantasy impact of Travis Etienne having his injury? Yeah, this is definitely sad. This is one of those rookies that a lot of people were excited about, myself included. Uh, just to see what kind of football player he was. I didn't think he was going to make a huge impact in fantasy. But uh, with him and James Robinson splitting the carries, and now obviously James Robinson being the lead back there, I don't think anybody else is competing for carries. Uh, James Robinson is definitely moving up on my board. I, I agree. I mean, so I, you know, this is, this is sad for Travis. I hate this for Travis. He's a rookie, though. Hopefully we'll have many more years in the NFL so he can bounce back. In terms of fantasy, though, like, I, I, I don't want to say this in a negative tone, but, like, really this helps clarify a lot of things going on in Jacksonville. Like, James Robinson is just going to be the man. He was running back five last year in PPR, running back seven and a half point in, in non-PPR. So he's, he's a do-it-all running back. The only running back they have on the roster that has NFL experience outside of James Robinson is Carlos Hyde. And don't get me wrong, Carlos Hyde, very good running back. He's had success in the NFL. He was a thousand yard rusher before in the NFL. I just can't imagine they have James Robinson had 1,400 uh, all purpose yards last year in the NFL, and they're going to take carries away from him to give him to Carlos Hyde, who's 30. I don't know if I see a world where that happens. Uh, Carlos Hyde does have the old college connection with Urban Meyer, so that could get in the way. But I, I just, I don't know. I think James Robinson, Kev, what, uh, what round, what pick are you looking at drafting James Robinson? He's not a top five, like top five rounds for me to pick him in. Oh, I look at him. He, I look at him in six or seven. I so for me, I well, well, okay. Let's have a conversation with that. That's interesting that you you very uh, so I'm all in on James Robinson. Like uh, I have him at running back eighteen right now. So after Clyde Edwards Alaire, um, it, so I just why are you so low and why am I so high? Am I in the wrong or or, or are you in the wrong? I just don't think Jacksonville's going to be a good team. I think they're going to struggle. I agree, but don't – so here's my thought process on it. So James Robinson had 14 all-purpose yards last year, right? Or 1,400 all-purpose yards, not just 14. And the team was the worst team in the NFL last year. They went 1-15. in 15. I mean, surely they're going to be better this year. I think Trevor Lawrence being the quarterback has to have some kind of positive impact. That he doesn't have Gardner Minshew out there throwing the ball anymore. You want me to be 100% honest on this podcast right now? I want you to be 100% honest, Kev. Urban Meyer sucks. Oh, Urban Meyer does? Okay. 
The the locker room. Have you heard the news coming out of the locker room right now? They're it's saying not, that a lot great. of the players are not gelling well with Urban Meyer. They want him fired before the season. If we look at teams in the past where they have a rift like this, I'm staying away from Jacksonville with the news coming out. For me, that is big news, even if it is just rumors right now. It's the off season, but that this is- coming out now is awful news. It is weird. It seems weird to me. I, I mean. <laughs> So I am very anti my uh very anti Urban Meyer from my college fandom, right? I'm a huge Alabama fan. He's an Ohio State and Florida coach. In the past, Urban Meyer has always left programs whenever times have started getting hard. And he coached at Ohio State for six years and had seven losses. If he went to Jacksonville this year and only had seven losses, that'd be like the greatest turnaround in franchise NFL franchise history, right? To go from one and fifteen to ten and seven. So so I think Urban Meyer is going to struggle with the NFL. I do think that's a facet. College coaches never have success um, in the NFL. That's a fact. What I should have looked into, and I'm full of regret that I didn't look into this, I should have looked at, I'll, I'll have this for the next podcast. Whenever a college coach goes to the NFL, what is the success of his fantasy players? You know, quarterback, wide receiver, running back. Come back to listen to episode six for that little tidbit. Moving on to some more duo news. This morning, Sony Michelle shipped to Los Angeles, to the Rams. I shouldn't just say Los Angeles. The Los Angeles Rams for a couple picks. Kev, do you see this having a lot of fantasy impact, yes or no? I don't see it having a lot of fantasy impact uh, in terms of Sony Michelle not really being a viable start. Uh, and then we have Daryl Henderson, who I think is the man there. Uh, use your you know fourth round, late third round pick on Daryl Henderson. Whatever you need to do to get your guy, I think he's the guy there. Um, You've seen some reports from Adam Scheffner. I'll be honest, personal opinion, maybe a little favoritism being a Green Bay fan, but I think Adam is losing his touch a little bit. It's kind of hazy facts that he's thrown out there, or probably this, probably that. We've seen a lot of reports that just haven't been 100% true. So Daryl Henderson's the guy. We've heard it from the coach himself, still thinks he's a guy. Yeah, I was, about to, I was about to quote you there. So the Rams Wire is a Rams uh, podcast, a group, a blog group. And their quote today, Sean McVay made it very clear that Sonny Michelle arrival doesn't really change the outlook for Daryl Henderson. I think the whole reason this happened is Darrell Henderson has a history of injury and he sprained his thumb in practice Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. They made the trade Michelle. So I think those are directly related. If you draft Daryl Henderson and you're in a deep league, you're in a 14-man league, and you draft Daryl Henderson in that third, fourth round, stash Sonny Michelle on your roster. There's no shame in doing that. If you have a big enough roster, that is. If you're if you're in a 12-man league with like four bench spots, don't waste your time with Sonny Michelle. But if you're in a 10-man league like Kevin and I are, and we have eight bench spots, throw Michelle in on there. There's no shame in doing that. It's going to cost you almost nothing. And worst case scenario, you're dropping him, and he's your 15th round pick. Which, guess what? You're probably dropping your 15th round pick anyway. So, Kev, I think it's great that you and I are on the same page with Sonny Michelle. When usually when great minds come together, great things happen. Next bit of duo news involves the New England Patriots even more. We're not talking about Sonny Michelle. We're talking about their quarterback situation. Mac Jones is apparently putting on an absolute show in practice with the joint practice with the Giants. Yesterday, in joint practice with the Giants, according to a Twitter feed that I saw, I can't remember who tweeted this. I'm sorry, I'll quote you on the website. Mac Jones 
was 24 of 26 against the Giants defense yesterday. Cam Newton wasn't there because of COVID regulations. Everything's pointing towards Mac Jones being the star of the New England Patriots. Kevin, let's let's kind of keep this rolling. So let's talk about Mac Jones for a little bit. And let's get into some other rookie quarterbacks. Kevin, I want to get your initial thought, though, on Mac Jones and him being the potential starter of New England. Yeah, I mean, we know Mac Jones was eventually going to be the starter, uh, whether it was now, whether it was later in the season. Uh, Cam Newton, you know, we know he can still play. This might be, you know, a move point later on. Uh, but I just think Mac Jones is the guy. He is the answer. If he is, I want, you know, those running backs. I want the James White. I want the Damian Harris. I want those guys who are going to get the short, safe dump off passes. So I'm excited if Mac Jones is the starter. I, I agree. I am excited as well. Cause I think Mac Jones is a more talented thrower. So that benefits the tight ends, the wide receivers of that group. You know, it'll be interesting to see what John U. Smith and Hunter Henry are like, you know, those two tight ends together. If Cam Newton was the quarterback. They would have been irrelevant, in my opinion. You know, um, now that Mac Jones is there, I think Damian Harris gets a huge bump. If if Cam Newton was a starter, I wouldn't touch Damian Harris before round eight. With Cam Newton being the starter, I or, or with Cam Newton not being the starter, with Mac Jones being the starter, if you want to draft uh, Damian Harris in the fifth round, I think you can make the argument there. So that's a huge ADP bump for Damian Harris. Let's keep that train roll. We got some more rookies rookies that were announced either starters or backups. So just going through the list. We got Trevor Lawrence. He was officially named the starter of the Jacksonville Jaguars Wednesday. So that's exciting. Congratulations to Trevor Lawrence. I think that was never in doubt. I don't want to spend too much time talking about the fantasy impact because I think all offseason we all thought that was going to happen because Trevor Lawrence was the number one overall pick. Number two overall pick, Zach Wilson, also named the starter for the New York Jets. Again, congratulations for um, Zach Wilson. This is an interesting bit of news that I saw yesterday tweeted from Mike Florio. Jimmy Garoppolo was asked a question about, you know, packages and things like that and how they're running the offense. And Jimmy G's question or answer said that he's expecting Trey Lance to come in and get some um, some bundles and some just plays on the field while he's starting. I, I hate that for fantasy. I, I really do. I want it to be all one quarterback or not because, you know, then so you can't start Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback. And every wide receiver and tight end and running back is going to act different based off the bundle and the package that they're in. So, Kev, what do you what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, there was two quarterbacks I was excited when they announced the the starter. Um, that's Zach Wilson. Uh, he's an exciting player. I'm really excited to see what he does. Uh, and then Teddy Bridgewater. I think he's better than Drew Locke by a long shot. I think he makes those wide receivers interesting at their ADP right now. With the drama going on with the 49ers, though, Trey Lance is a guy, and this just solidifies it for me. He's my backup quarterback that I'm picking up in the last two rounds, maybe three if he's still available. He's not going to be my starter, and I draft quarterbacks late as it is. So I'm stashing this guy if he's still there at the end of my draft. Uh, I'd be excited if he gets the starting job later in the season and hopefully wins me some playoff games because he has that run potential. What do you, how, um, what, so Zach Wilson is starting week one. Trevor Lawrence is starting week one. Everything's looking like Mac Jones is going to start week one. The Bears are adamant that they are not going to start Justin Fields, right? So it sounds like the, uh, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, and Zach Wilson are all going to be playing at some capacity, right? So, Obviously, you just said you wanted Trey Lance. Kev, if you had to rake the other three rookie quarterbacks, what are you looking at? 
out of Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, Pro- Trevor Lawrence, and um, Mac Jones. Those three quarterbacks, who are you most excited about to either A, have on your fantasy roster, or B, let's say you have a player on the Jets. Does Zach Wilson make you excited? Or does having LaVishka Sonal on the Jaguars make you more excited because of Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, I would probably honestly go Mac Jones just as my top guy. Just because Bill Belichick excites me, I think Mac Jones will be throwing a few touchdowns here and there. Uh, he'll be the safe player, the guy who's guaranteed you 18 to 20 points a week. I agree. I think that's true. All right, that's it for the duo news. We have one more segment before we have to get into our uh fantasy football mock draft that we're going to do for you guys we are joined by a special guest which i will introduce later let's get through this last segment though kev we don't have a name for it yet so if you have a name for it fans who are listening let us know what we're calling it right now is one player that we love from the preseason who wasn't on our draft boards before and who is now on our draft board kev you want to go first you want me to go first I'll take the lead on this one. One guy that I was excited about but no longer was Devin Funches. Uh, Packers wide receiver that is now out for season. Had a great preseason. Now it's irrelevant. Uh, my next wide receiver on my board that I'm excited about is Brandon Cooks, a guy who's really shown up for the preseason and has had years of 1,000 yards very consistently. doesn't matter who the quarterback is out of there. Brandon Cooks is a stash away pick at round six or seven. So, so you said it doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Little little caveat. On, so it is a late round sleeper. I have no problem with it, Kev. I think Brandon Cooks is going to be huge. Give me, you know, Brandon Cooks over the third wide receiver on Cincinnati, and the third wide receiver on Cincinnati is getting drafted above Brandon Cooks, right? So that's that's where my mind is at. Don't do you think there's any possibility? I mean, if you look at the quarterbacks Brandon Cooks has played for, he went from Drew Brees. Then he went to Tom Brady. Then he went to Jared Goff, which isn't a great quarterback, but he was in Sean McVay's system. And then he went to Deshaun Watson. He is now going to have Tyrod Taylor, Deshaun Watson, or that rookie at a Stanford throwing in the ball. I don't know if they've announced it. I don't think they've announced it. I don't think they know who's going to do it yet. Does that make you a little bit more hesitant? Let's say, let's say you're looking at Brandon Cooks in round six. Would you rather take Brandon Cooks or like Mike Davis or something like that? If Tyrod Taylor's named the starting quarterback, Brandon Cooks is a second-round pick. No, not, not actually, but Tyrod Taylor, we got to remember, this guy can sling the ball. Uh, he's played before at a high level. I'd be really, really excited if he gets named the starter. That's a good point. So kind of building off that late-round wide receiver sleepers that we're getting into, my late-round wide receiver that, uh, that I am getting into after watching the preseason is Corey Davis. The number one wide receiver on the New, uh, New York Jets. He's got a lot of upside. He has he has the talent. He had 1,000 yards of receiving last year. He was the number four overall pick. But here's really why I like the 12th round ADP that he's at. So the fantasy footballers did this deep dive with rookie quarterbacks of how many times you get a top 24 rookie quarterback since the year 2004, right? Since 2004 was the year Eli Manning, Phillip Rivers, and Ben Roethlisberger, all those guys were drafted. Since then, they've been comparing rookie quarterbacks and where their wide receiver ones are finishing. Essentially, you have a 22% of having a top 24 wide receiver, and you have a, hold on, let me pull up the stat real quick, and you have a 32% that you're getting a top 36 wide receiver. So essentially, top 36 wide receiver means you can put them in your flex and it'll probably work out. 12th round starter, that sounds great to me. If Zach Wilson is just going to lock on 
to Corey Davis, and I have a 32% chance of that being a great pick in the 12th round. I'm taking those odds. It's the 12th round. Are you drafting a defense instead? I I just I, I like Corey Davis. He cost me also nothing, and the upside is unlimited. So that's it for the segments, ladies and gentlemen. The reason we're all here is so we can do the mock draft. We're joined by our special guests. We got Kev, we got Ruspin, and we got Jakers. Jakers, say hello. How are you guys doing today? Made it home from work. Traffic a little heavier than normal, but hey, we're here. We're here now. Did you uh did you get the sleeper app all situated? Are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready to go. I got to go. one oh one pick. So there you go. All right. So here, so we're gonna do it similar to last time. So we're gonna go pick by pick. So Jake's got first overall. Kev has fourth overall, and I have seventh overall. So we're doing again, we're doing a 10-man half PPR uh, mock draft. Jake, let's go ahead and kick us off and click and start to the draft. You have two minutes to make your pick. Jake, who are you picking one one? Shouldn't be a lot of debate. Uh, I don't think there's any debate. I mean, I'm going CMC. Um yep. I don't really know anyone else going different unless you're a Vikings fan. Um and if you're uh, a Vikings fan, stop being stupid. It's okay to draft Delvin Cook yeah, number two. It's going to be okay. I don't think there's much. I mean, if he's healthy, he's the best. So as long as he stays healthy, I don't have a problem with seeing him get one. I'll take a running back who's going to have 1,200 rushing yards and 1,200 receiving yards. That sounds great. Uh, after Jake, team two went Dalvin Cook. Minnesota Vikings fans, that's okay. Pick number three, a little bit of a surprise here by team three, was Ezekiel Elliott. Kev, you're on the board at four. What are you feeling? Right now, I'm feeling uh, we got Derrick Henry, Elvin Kamara. Uh, those are the two guys I'm looking at. Not looking at Nick Chubb, not looking at Saquon. Uh, those guys are just a little bit below the two first guys here. Um, probably going Derrick Henry here. Uh, he ran for 2,000 yards last year. I think he can go for 2,000 again, especially with 17 games. Wouldn't be surprised if he sets a new rushing record. I know the touchdowns are there. I'm going Derrick Henry on the better team than I think the Saints will be this year. I think that's a great pick. After Derrick Henry went Alvin Kamara and Nick Chubb. Now I am up. So if I look who is available, if I can, there it goes. Um, I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm thinking about taking Travis Kelsey here. I think that gives me an absolute complete dominance over every single other person in the draft. And in the second round, I can like realistically get a running back just as good as Nick Chubb who went before me. So I'm going to take Travis Kelsey just to see what the roster looks like so you guys can get an idea. You know, Kev, kind of going off that, what's the earliest you would take Travis Kelsey? So in this in this mock draft we're doing, it's a 10-man half-point PPR or half-point PPR league. When was the earliest you would draft Travis Kelsey? Obviously, it wasn't four. Would you have drafted him at five or six? Uh, the fifth overall pick, I think, is good, or the sixth. Uh, right behind Derrick Henry and Alvin Kamara, I think, is a fine place to take Travis Kelsey. And my gamble worked off. It is my pick. So Team 8 after me went Jonathan Taylor. Team 9 went Saquon Barkley. And Team 10 went Tyreek Hill. We're then taking the curve. It goes Dev- Team 10 went wide receiver again. So it goes Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams. And then Team 9 with Stephon Diggs. Team 8 taking Austin Eckler. I am now up. Aaron Jones is sitting on the board. I'm jumping. I'm running as fast as I can to the draft board to draft Aaron Jones. Uh, so that's exciting for me. I think Aaron Jones has high upside running back one possibility. All right, keeping the draft moving. Team number 6 goes DeAndre Hopkins. Team number 5 takes Patrick Mahomes. Kev, you're up. Kevin, do you have who you want to pick or do you need to think about it a little bit? 
No, I know who I'm picking here. Uh, there's a lot of good running backs on the board. I'm not looking wide receiver yet. Calvin Ridley, DK Metcalf. I mean, I have A.J. Brown later in the draft. I have Keenan Allen, Justin Jefferson. Those are all the same guys for me. So I'm looking at Joe Mixon, Najee, and Antonio Gibson here. That's the next tier of running backs. And after that, it really drops off. So I'm going Antonio Gibson. I think he's better than Najee and Joe Mixon this year. That's what pick I'm locking in. Jake, you agree with that? You think Antonio Gibson's better than Najee and Joe Mixon? Uh, it's tough for me just because Gibson will be most likely not in on third downs. So, right. I mean, it's just a risk. Obviously, he's going to be the goal line back, though, because he's bigger. But he's just not playing on third down. So it depends what you want to do on catching. But, you- I mean, it just it's a personal preference at this point, honestly. Like Kevin said, it's a tier right there of Gibson, Mixon, and Najee. So take your pick on which one you like the most. And if you feel confident in it, just go with it. Oh, perfect. Well, after Kev went Antonio Gibson, team three went Joe Mixon, and then team two went DK Metcalf. So, Jake, you have Najee Harris. You still got those running backs that we all t- we just spent a good amount of time talking about. You going to take one here? Or you going to look more wide receiver or tight end? Well, I have two picks here in a row, so I mean, don't read into it too much. But I'm going to go Ridley here first. Um, he's still on the board, and I really think, um, obviously, has top five potential with Julio leaving and. You know, Matt Ryan's still the man. He's going to throw for over 4,000 yards for sure. So um, good value there. And then, yeah, I'm going to take Najee on the turn as well. Uh, I think he's in line for a big workload. I know their offensive line isn't great, but the volume should be there. So I feel pretty confident with him. Uh, Yeah, I know the offensive line is not going to be great, but I think third round, you're getting Najee Harris. Give me another running back in the third round who's going to have 85% of running back touches on his team. Probably not on the third round list. So I think that's a great pick. After Jake went Najee Harris and Calvin Ridley, team two went A.J. Brown, team three went Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Kev, back on the board. You got a lot of interesting picks to go here. I'm excited to see what you do. Yeah, I already have two running backs locked up, so not really thinking running back behind DeAndre Swift, who's questionable already week one. We have J.K. Dobbins. That's a risky pick, I think, in the third round with Gus Edwards there. Don't really love either of those running backs. Um, I'm thinking George Kittle or Keenan Allen. I think right now, third round, I would prefer to go Keenan Allen. I think he's going to have a huge year. Uh, George Kittle still scares me with who's playing at quarterback. We still don't know. Oh, I was about to say the same thing. I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't know what George Kittle is going to look like when Trey Lance is playing quarterback, and it could be a 50-50 split for all that we know with the reports that we're seeing right now. So, Kev, I agree. I think Keenan Allen's going to have a huge year. I think he's going to see the Michael Thomas role. Uh, the new uh, the new offense coordinator is the old offense coordinator. New, or I'm sorry, the new head coach in the Chargers is the old offensive coordinator in New Orleans. So I think we're going to see a lot of copycats going on there. After Kev picked Keenan Allen, Team 5 went Darren Waller. Team 6 went Justin Jefferson. So I'm not going to lie. I went tight end in round 1. Just wanted to see what it would look like. And I don't love who's on the board because like we just said about, so George Kittle's on the board, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, and then, so those are the running backs and tight ends who are available. And then wide receivers are Terry McLaurin and Allen Robertson. I, I can make the argument for all those guys being boomer bust candidates. I already have a tight end. So George Kittle's gone. Really in this position, I would probably want to go another running back, but J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift don't excite me enough. And I don't think I need to reach for anybody just yet. 
So I'm going to go with a uh, wide receiver one for the Washington football team, Terry McLaurin. I think with Fitzpatrick just bombing the ball downfield, I think he has a real opportunity to get a lot of catches going on and a lot of touchdowns. So high upside possibility there. Team eight then went David Montgomery. Team nine went DeAndre Swift. Team 10 went Chris Carson. And to end the third round, uh, to start the fourth round, Team 10 went again, going George Kittle. Team nine, J.K. Dobbins. And then Mike Evans was going to Team 8. So I took a risk. I went with a wide receiver that I liked instead of reaching for a running back like David Montgomery or Chris Carson because I thought they'd get back to me in the fourth round. And I am wrong. So that's upsetting. I now have the option to either reach for Miles Sanders or Josh Jacobs to get my uh, running back two, or I could draft Allen Robinson here in the fourth round to get my second wide receiver. And I think I'm going to do that because I do not think Miles Sanders or Josh Jacobs is going to be that good. So I'm doing, I'm pulling the trigger. I'm drafting Allen Robinson with my fourth round pick. After I picked Allen Robinson, Team 6 went Josh Allen, and Team 5 went Miles Sanders. Kev, back on the clock. Yeah, so with two running backs locked up, have one wide receiver. I'm either looking at, uh, on the board, I got Josh Jacobs, Julio Jones. I have Kyler Murray there, uh, not thinking quarterback at all. I also have CeeDee Lamb and Chris Godwin. Um, With this pick, I'm going to go with the uh, for sure guy who's going to get some carries. Yes, a lot of people are dropping them low on their draft board. I think in the fourth round, this is a fine time to take Josh Jacobs and have him fit right into my flex. If Josh Jacobs is my flex on actual draft day, I will be extremely happy. So that's the pick here. True. See, I like Kevin's draft a heck of a lot more than mine because I agree with everything Kev said there. Kev said Josh Jacobs as a flex is awesome. Kev, do you like Josh Jacobs as your running back too? So you have to count on him week in and week out. Do you like that? No, I'm probably going to switch Josh Jacobs out maybe with a wide receiver who has an easier matchup, maybe a wide receiver that's seeing a lot more targets. Hey, I'll right. switch him out with a wide receiver in that Josh Jacobs pick. Kev's put on an absolute masterclass draft right now. After Kevin picked, Team 3 went Kyler Murray. We've seen a lot of quarterbacks go off the board early. Team 2 then went Adam Thielen, the wide receiver out of Minnesota. Jakers is back on the clock. He's got two picks in a row here. Jake, what do you think with your two picks? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't really know where to go right now, to be honest. I don't like Julio Jones that much this year. I mean, he's hurt again. I don't. It's like undisclosed too, which is even worse. So I'm not super confident in that. CD Lamb and Amari are right next to each other right here, which I mean, it's a tough pick on you know which is going to be better or is it going to be a train wreck again if Dak isn't from where they claim he is. So I think I'm just going to kind of go. A little more safe. I think Brady's still lined up to have a really good year. Godwin was hurt last year and dropping all the way into the fourth. I'm pretty confident that Godwin's going to be stellar. So I'm going to take Godwin there in the fourth. And then coming back, I'm going to round out my running back room right now. Uh, Kareem Hunt's sitting there at 45 for me. So I feel pretty good about him being my running back three. So I'll have three running backs and two wide receivers, um, all which I feel pretty confident that I can throw in any week and they'll at least put up a good enough week to keep me in the game and then i got to sink my team perfect i'm here for it and plus if nick chubb gets hurt all of a sudden kareem hunts a league winner right so that's a great pick there uh jake well team two like the fact that you did not like julio jones and cd lamb because guess what cd lamb and julio jones were the picks after 
Kev, you are back on the clock. Yeah, this is why I loved going three running backs early. Um, I did pick up Keenan Allen with that third pick to lock up one of the top wide receivers. Uh, but with this pick, I'm just going to go with a safe wide receiver. I know he's getting the ball. I know he's getting a touchdown probably every other week. And that guy for me is Robert Woods. He's going to be there with Matt Stafford. Uh, both not a health concern between Robert Woods and Matt Stafford. Very consistent players. So that's the pick here. Round out my running backs and wide receivers. Excellent pick, Kev. I think that's a good pick. Plus, he could be the deep ball option for Matt Stafford. And if they're running the ball a lot with that uh, – Running back room they have, I think it's going to open the uh, downfield passes out. And I really think Matt Stafford is a heck of a lot more talented than Jared Goff. So I think that really opens the door for Robert Woods. There's been a run on wide receivers this round, boys. After Jake went Kareem Hunt, it went Julio, CD, Cav drafted Robert Woods. Then it goes DJ Moore and Amari Cooper. So I am up again. So a reminder, I have Travis Kelsey, Aaron Jones, Terry McLaurin, and Allen Robinson. So I really need to look at running backs in this round, right? I really got to solidify my running back too. And I think there's a great option here in the fifth round. I think Miles Gaskin is my pick here. I really think Miles Gaskin could be a steal there in the fifth, especially late in the fifth round. I think he's going to get a lot of receiving work. And Tua could take a massive step here in week, uh, year two, really get him involved in the passing work. Or if Tua is below par, they're going to have to run the ball a lot, and Miles Gaskin's the lead back in Miami. Um, after I drafted uh, Miles Gaskins, there was a little run on quarterbacks, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Team 8 went Dak Prescott, Team 9 Lamar, and Team 10 Russell Wilson. Uh, starting the next round, Team 10 then went Cooper Cut. Then Kyle Pitts was drafted at, by Team 9, and then Deontay Johnson at 6-3. So I am up again. I can either go quarterback here. The quarterback that's the highest ranking is Justin Herbert. I'm not crazy about his ADP. I don't know if last year was a fluke or their defense was just so bad or if Justin Herbert really is the man. So I'm going to probably look to go more flex here. And I'm really excited about this prospect. I think Tyler Lockett is going to be my pick there in this sixth round. I just really think the Seattle offense is going to change this offseason. I think they're going to do a lot more short, intermediate throws to get the ball out of Russell Wilson's hand quick because they don't have much of an offensive line, and I think Tyler Lockett is going to feast on that. Um, plus, he's also my flex, so those weeks that he scores me 45 points would be really nice, and those weeks where he doesn't score me 45 points, it won't cripple me because he's my flex. Um, team 6 then went TJ Hawkinson after I did. Team 5 then drafted Brandon Ayuk. Kev, back on the board here in the sixth round. What do you think? You don't have a tight end yet, and Mark Andrews is sitting there. Are you thinking about drafting Mark Andrews yet? Or are you going to wait a little bit longer on the tight end? Absolutely. I'm picking Mark Andrews here. I love that he fell to me. Uh, I think he could have just as good of a season as George Kittle, who was drafted two rounds earlier. Um, TJ Hawkinson, Kyle Pitts were off the board this round. And now I have Mark Andrews, who's on the same level. I'm just getting him a little bit later here. I, I'm stacked on running backs and wide receivers. I really feel comfortable with those. And now I can lock up a pretty decent tight end before the tier really dips down after Mark Andrews. We're talking the next tight end after this. Let's even see here. It's all the way down at Dallas Goddard at pick 74. I just think that's a huge drop off. Mark Andrews is the pick here. I agree. I agree. I think it's a great pick, Kev. And also, an important note I want to make with our mocks. So we're doing sleeper, 10-team, half PPR. So sleeper has their own 
ADPs and everything. So it's going to be different for every single league that you're in. If your league loves tight ends, don't expect there to be a sixth round Mark Andrews available or something like that, right? That's what I'm trying to do. So make sure you know your league. If you need to draft Mark Andrews a round earlier because you really want him, make that sacrifice, pull that trigger for those players that you really love. Don't just assume because it happened in Kev Ross and the Davis Duo Fantasy Football Podcast that's going to happen in every draft. After Kev went, Mark Andrews, James Robinson, and Daryl Henderson, who we'd spent a lot of time on this podcast talking about, went. Jake, you're back up. You are on the turn. I noticed that you don't have a tight end or a quarterback yet. Are you starting to look at those positions yet? Uh, yeah, I started to look at quarterback here. And I first, I was going to look at wide receiver. Uh, my three top options are Galladay, Beckham, and Michael Thomas. And honestly, I don't like any of them. Uh, Galladay is hurt again. OBJ is on a team that runs the ball a lot. And who knows if Michael Thomas is even going to play this year. I know he's supposed to play like week six or whatever, but um, it seems like there's some issues down there in New Orleans that I don't want to be a part of. Um, so I'm kind of going to scroll down almost on the ADP here. And I'm going to roll with T Higgins at 68 ADP uh, because I think he's still going to get his target share from what he had last year. Um, and I know, I mean, Ross is been banging the drum on this forever that Jamar Chase isn't as good as people think. Um, he's only a few slots above uh, from where Jamar was. So I'm good with T Higgins there. And then I am going to pull the trigger on a quarterback here. I'm going to take Herbert. Um, I think uh, give him another year in the system. And uh, he's got great weapons in Eckler and Mike Williams who can stretch the field. And then Keenan Allen's, you know, tough, you know, Just doing five Allen, wide right? receiver, you know? Um, so, I feel pretty good about him, and he also has the ability to run, so I'm pretty happy with Herbert there. I agree. I think I think seventh round is a good pick for Herbert. I know I kind of trashed him in the last round. Um, we're just going to ignore everything I said in the last round. Jake, great pick. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Jake and I, for years, have had jokes about OBJ being back. I think or Jake and I have had o Odell Beckham Jr. on either one of our teams, swapping off years for the past four years. Five or six um, years, it feels like. It's just forever. And this is the first year... Neither of us are drafting him. So think Try, about that. Trying not to draft. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I just, not ruling it out. I, I mean, he's back. That's a constant joke. This year, he's probably not back. We've already wasted a minute of Kevin's time. Just real quick. Team two went Odell Beckham Jr. Team three went Kenny Galladay. Kev, your pick is up. Who are you picking here in the seventh round? Yeah, I don't have a quarterback yet. Uh, and I think I do have to lock one up here. We have two teams in this draft who also don't have quarterbacks. Right now, if I was to not pick Aaron Rodgers here, um, Tom Brady and then Ryan Tannehill would probably get picked. The next quarterback is Matt Stafford, and we have Jalen Hurts. I think Aaron Rodgers is a step above everybody else on the board. I'm taking him in the seventh round. The MVP from last year came back, still has his top weapons. I'm going Rodgers here. I love it. I think he's on an absolute, you know, F-U-C-K-U tour, and I think he's going to be incredible this year. It's hard. I mean, guy threw for 40 touchdowns last year. If he's going to regress, he'll be like 35. There's worse things in this world. Uh, team five, after Kevin picked Aaron Rodgers, went Chase Edmonds, and then Michael Thomas got picked in the seventh round by Team Six. Guys, I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I would ever draft Michael Thomas. That's not true. If he was available in the 12th round, I would draft Michael Thomas because why not? But I'm serious. If it's the 11th or above, I'm not drafting Michael Thomas. Do you guys share a similar sentiment? Well, I mean, like you were saying earlier, 
There's drafts that just don't go how your draft will. And Team 6, I don't know what they're doing right now. They have one running back on their team. That will not happen in any other draft. They definitely would never have picked Michael Thomas there. It would have been a running back no-brainer. Should have probably been a running back three rounds ago. Uh, Michael Thomas, too, way too early. Speaking of running backs, we talked about only we have two. We need to solidify our list. I got some time in the season because I have a flex already, so I'm going to throw a rookie running back on my roster. I think will be the starter by like week three or four. Maybe not to start the season, but eventually towards the end of the season. I'm going Javante Williams. I'm going to put him on the board. I'm excited about his upside. I, I, I'm not threatened by Melvin Gordon. I don't think Melvin Gordon is going to be as good as a lot of people think he is. I don't know. I just, I'm not quite there, Melvin Gordon. And they also used to, they traded up in the second round to get Javante Williams. You don't trade up in the second round to get running backs unless you're going to use them. I've been saying that for years. And then I still think that's going to be an aspect of this draft pick. And I'm excited about having him, especially because I get to keep him on my bench for a couple of weeks because I have everything else settled out. After I picked Javante Williams, it then went Raheem Mostert, Melvin Gordon, DJ Shark to finish the seventh round. Start the eighth round. Team number 10 went Mike Davis. Team number nine went Chase Claypool. And Damian Harris went number team number eight. Really upset about that. I probably would have drafted Damian Harris in round seven if I'd known that he was still there. That's bad drafting on my part. Look at your list. Figure out who you want to be. Make sure it's who you love. Speaking of who you love, you know what I love? The greatest players of all time. And you know who's still on the draft board, Jake? Tom Brady. Tom Brady's still on the draft board. I love that ADP of round eight. I think Tom, don't forget, Tom Brady had an MCL tear all of last year. And this team didn't really get firing all cylinders until like round eight or uh, week eight. I apologize. So if we're picking up Tom Brady. He had a full offseason to get healthy. They added Antonio Brown for a whole entire offseason. Gronkowski going to be in better shape. OJ Howard's coming back. I love the prospect of having Tom Brady in my roster because he could throw for a bagillion yards. So I think that's exciting. Then after I picked Tom Brady, went Ronald Jones, and then uh, Jamar Chase. Kev, you're back on the clock. Yeah, I'll be honest. I was hoping Ronald Jones would actually fall to me here, uh, pick up a fourth running back, just that assurance. Ronald Jones has a few good games every year. Um, He's a pretty athletic guy on a great team again. And then, uh, so since he didn't fall back to me, I talked about this earlier on the podcast. I got my guy, the dog, Brandon Cooks, I'm taking here. Again, his ADP is all the way down at 96. And this is pick eight, seven uh, of the round. So it is a little bit early. But again, I'm reaching for my guy here, Brandon Cooks. I think it's a great pick. I think it's a great pick. I'm excited for you. I like that pick a heck of a lot more than the players that went after you with Dallas Goddard or Juju Smith-Schuster. Jake, you're back on the board. You still don't have a tight end. We only have one round left after this. We're only going through 10. Is this where you start looking at tight ends yet? I know. So the way Kevin views quarterbacks as don't draft them, draft them late. There's no reason to reach for them is the way that Jake views tight ends. So you're drafting a tight end yet or are you going to keep waiting? Nah, I'm going to wait still. Uh, the tight end still available. Is no fan. I'm not crazy about him right now. I, I know he's hurt. Um, I still think there's value later in the draft. I might not even draft one in this draft that we're in because we're only going through round 10. So um, at this point, I'm going to take two wide receivers that I think uh, can be pretty good this year. So I'm going to take Jerry Judy. I know Bridgewater just got named the starter there. So I feel pretty good about him over Drew Locke just because Teddy's more accurate. And Judy seemed to be open last year. It's just Drew Locke couldn't throw him the ball. 
get him the ball. He would throw it. It just wouldn't be where it needed to be. And then I would take Robbie Anderson. Um, they locked him in. They paid him. So they clearly like what he's doing. So I feel pretty confident that he'll be a part of the offense this year in a big way. Plus, another call that I want to have is the only time Sam Darnold has ever had a thousand yards receiving with a wide receiver was Robbie Anderson when they were in New York. So Robbie Anderson had a thousand yards passing from Sam Darnold and his old college coach is now his new NFL coach. That's very exciting for Robbie Anderson. Why grow up when you can just stay in college for forever? After Robbie Anderson was picked and then went Zach Moss, Cortland Sutton, Kev, two picks left. Where are you going, yeah. buddy? I've kind of rounded out my team. Uh, I was bragging in round four that I had three running backs. Um, so now I haven't picked a running back still um, since that fourth round. So I got to go running back, especially in the ninth round. We're just going flyers at this point. I will go a rookie running back who I know doesn't have a lot of competition, uh, and that's Carter for me out of the New York Jets, so that's my pick here. I think it's a good pick, Kev. I think by you know week eight or nine, Michael Carter's going to be dominating carries um, in that backfield, and I think it's going to be a better offense than it was last year. I was going to have the same thought that Kevin had, but Team 5 decided to steal the player that I was going to draft. I was going to draft Trey Sermon. I think I have the same mentality about Trey Sermon as I do about Michael Carter. He went in round nine, pick number five. And then after that went Debo Samuel, who was my backup to that. So I'm I'm pretty upset right now. I'm not going to lie. I look at my team. I already have a tight end. I already have a quarterback. And I got a lot of good wide receivers. The running back room still needs a little help. So what am I going to do here in pick nine? I'm going to draft my Running back one, handcuff. I'm going to draft A.J. Dillon. I don't know how involved A.J. Dillon's going to be in the offense. I think it's a big question mark for a lot of people. That's why Aaron Jones falls to where he does in the draft. So if you have the opportunity in the later rounds, back up A.J. Dillon. If one of those running backs gets hurt, the other running back is just bona fide number one. And for all that we know, A.J. Dillon might not be that used all that heavily, um, but that's great because he's my third running back, so I don't need to be all used all that. All right, he's my fourth running back, so I don't need to be used all that heavily. It's just in case something happens to Aaron Jones. After I picked teammate went Will Fuller. Team 9 went Leonard Fournette. Team 10 went Tyler Boyd. This is the start of the 10th and final round that we are doing. The first pick in the 10th and final round went David Johnson. After that was Devontae Smith, the rookie wide receiver out of Alabama, who's on the Philadelphia Eagles. And then Noah Fant went by Team 9. Rosh is back on the board. If we're looking at ADP, ADP is telling me to draft Ryan Tannehill or Matt Stafford or Robert Tunyon, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to draft Robert Tunyon. I'm going to draft a high upside backup tight end. If something happens to Travis Kelsey, I have a tight end that I can turn to, and I like him a heck of a lot more than I like guys like Kenyon Drake or LaVishka Sinal or Antonio Brown because you just don't know how much those guys are going to be used. I know Robert Tunyon's the tight end, one of the Green Bay Packers. So if something happens to Travis, I still have a tight end to fall back on. Uh, after I picked Jarvis Landry and James Conner went, Kevin, your final pick is up. Yeah, to round out my team, I got Derrick Henry, Antonio Gibson, Keenan Allen, Josh Jacobs, Robert Woods, Mark Andrews, Aaron Rodgers, Brandon Cooks, and Michael Carter. Uh, I feel great about my team, the depth at running back, wide receiver, decent tight end, decent quarterback. At this point, I'm just t- taking some flyers. Again, I'm going to pick a running uh, uh, wide receiver that's rookie. 
in back-to-back rounds, I'm going rookie here just to see what these guys can do on a new team. This is what the late rounds are made for. Um, so I'm going to take Waddle out of Miami with Tua. Uh, I think he could be something. I agree. I, I completely agree with you. Jake, final pick of the draft. A- I'm sorry, hold on real quick. After Kevin picked, Team 3 went LaVisca Chenault, and Team 2 went Logan Thomas, the tight end out of Washington football team. Jake, your pick. Where are you going here with your last pick? You feeling dangerous? So I was going to take Logan Thomas, but the team right before me picked him. Um, so that was going to be my last pick for a tight end. So now I'm going to pivot off tight ends because I don't think the value is there for uh, me to take. Yeah. Uh, the next tight end up would be Mike Kosecki. And I think if I waited another round, he would still even be there. So I'm not going to pivot. I'm going to pivot off to somebody else at this point because uh, there's no reason to reach for a tight end at this point when their value is not even there. So I'm going to take a flyer on Devin Singletary. Um, he'll probably start at least a couple of games this year. And if I need to throw in a running back on a bye week, I think he could provide some decent value on a good offense. I agree. And and another thing I want to point out, so Jake just took the uh, – he's like, I don't want to draft a tight end. The value is not there, even though he needs a tight end. Something to look at is Kevin called this out earlier. I just want to reiterate it, is whenever you're drafting – Look who's drafting after you, and look who they have on their team. Jake didn't need to reach for um, a tight end there, because if he looks at the draft board, teams 2 through 10 already had a tight end on their team. So they're probably not going to draft Mike Kosicki in the 10th round. They're probably going to take a backup running back, wide receiver, or quarterback. And so, gentlemen, that's the end of our draft and the end of this episode. Any thoughts, questions, comments, concerns? You want to tell me how annoying you find my co-host, Kev? Put it on the website, tweet us, text us, put it on our Facebook, Instagram, comment us. We love all the feedback, ladies and gentlemen. Anything and everything we can do for you is all that we want to do. Kev, Jake, any sign-offs you want to give? Everybody have a great day. Everyone have a great Biggest draft weekend of the year this weekend. Everyone best of luck. Prepare, do the research, spend the time, ladies and gentlemen. Goodbye.